0: You may know already that Less Than Jays is a Patreon-funded podcast. Yes, believe it or not, you have the option to give us money for doing this as well over patreon.com slash lessthanjays. If you were there, you would have already heard this episode. You would have got it a day early, no matter what tier you subscribed at. And if you subscribed at the $5 or $9 a tier, you would get the extra long version of this episode. It's another 15 minutes of conversation. We talk about the raptors a little bit. We talk about... Uh, Extended conversation about my weekend with my in-laws. Very exciting stuff. I'm talking about putting away the garbage. Boy, you get the full access Uh, (laughs) and all the mailbag questions. Every segment, basically, is a little bit longer on Patreon and on the $9 tier. You also get extra shows. We just recorded this weekend a batch of three Jays of Our Lies episodes about guys like Casey Jansen, Russ Adams, Alex Gonzalez, Sean Green. Going back and talking about some of the Blue Jays that we have enjoyed Stood out to us throughout our time as Jays fans, all of that you can get patreon.com/slash-less-than-Jays or just keep listening to the show on here. I got no problem with that. <laughs> Hello and welcome, it is time for Less Than Jay's We have snuck off to our respective holes in the wall to record our episode It's a good time to be here, Jake, because you know me, you know us Love to predict something and then brag about predicting it You know we we can never get enough about that
1: It's just that we're very smart Extremely
0: plugged in, I guess is sort of the words that I would use if I had to
1: Yeah, I think we just see we 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 see how it is is what i would well, say. well you know us. what
0: i you know what i was thinking i was, I was thinking about this jake they talked about this on friday because there's people whose whole job the whole job is to is to you know have the fingers in the in the dirt and take a take a taste and go mm, you know something something's coming and there are people who this whole job is that's is all there is to do that and you and i we're just out here having a good time
1: it's uh, like i think it's like in. you know you think about music too close maybe like, they're too close you know that's what, yeah and like they're too they're too big Like, no one... People are going to go to, like, a Pearl Jam show for fun, but no one's like, I can't wait for the new Pearl Jam record. Whereas the guys on the fringes, they're they're the ones who can just, like... It's talent, you know? They just toss off a great album. And I feel like you and I can just, like... We just look at what's what's going on and just toss off a great one.
0: It's like comics. When... um... They, they get old, right? You know what I mean? Like they get old and successful and it's harder for them to do the like every person material, right? It like, gets harder for them to do the um don't you hate when you go to the bank sort of stuff.
1: Yeah. That's right. Right. when when Ricky Drace got skinny and rich and became a transphobic dick, he stopped being funny.
0: Exactly right. There's countless there's countless times where that happens, is the Dave Chappelle, right? Is sort of like he's this he's Same this thing. young guy and nobody knows, this cutting edge stuff and then uh, he gets rich and famous and suddenly you have to do so you do this whole other thing there's there's hundreds and uh, i'm not saying anybody even... is ricky gervais or dave chappelle <laughs> i realized
1: like, oh i see i see what you're saying yeah, I yeah, yeah. We both no no, were no
0: like let's like they both you become a transphobic asshole when you get successful <laughs> it's like nobody's doing that uh just flaunting <laughs> that i that last week at this time you know I, have, I, was, I was unwavering in my confidence that Gabriel Moreno would be here, and here we are now speaking. And he is not only here; he has already been here long enough to make impressions on people. I know I feel strongly. I sure you feel strongly. I think it's uh, in our favor that we don't pretend that we watched him in Buffalo at all, or had any idea what he was going to be like prior to. Do I know it's funny? This weekend, Do
1: you want something funny? Of course. I thought we were talking about a totally different thing about that we predicted when we were right. Because we're right so often. Right, we were about something else. Because we also, on a much different note, correctly predicted that Hyunjin Ryu would be shut down for the year.
0: Oh, yeah. That's and true. I guess that's true. it
1: was. I thought that's what we were talking about. I forgot that we predicted Moreno. Boy, we're, when you're right all the time, right, you just forget how often you're right.
0: This almost point. this almost leads me to a question, Jake. Is should we even talk about Marino and Ryu? Because it's like we did that episode last week. You know what I mean? Like we already right. did this. We were. I guess
1: you, we should predict like a, like seven home <laughs> runs in seven games. From not even predict, <laughs> just say Vlad Guerrero looks like he's on the verge of hitting seven home runs in seven games.
0: <laughs> uh, but seriously, um. Both of those things did happen this week. And impactful things, boy, is that ever the case, I think. I Listen, you know me, Jake. I'm easy to uh, get head over heels over these baseball players. It's easy for me to do. I, I it, For me, it's part of the fun is they come in and I'm like, yes, clean slate, uh, 100% impressed me. And boy, has Gabriel Moreno impressed me through just a couple appearances over the weekend.
1: I'm glad you started the episode kind of talking about I don't want to say the eye test because as we all know, the negative connotations behind that, but there is something about watching Moreno, knowing he's a rookie, knowing how young he is. And just, I know he made a throwing error tonight.
0: But, well, but he, well, he he's, picks that ball off the dirt and like, yes,
1: also fair. The but two my, errors
0: but, he's had is like, he's been throwing it so hard that the defenders are like, Whoa.
1: Well, I mean the last, the first one I wouldn't even say was on him, but,
0: I don't think I heard them, really. Yeah.
1: um, My point is, it's nice to sort of after... I don't mean this as a slight against Zach Collins, who came in and did exactly what was asked of him. But Moreno certainly looks and feels like a pro coming in. Right. And certainly feels like a guy who immediately, it's like, oh, well, he's penciled in for the rest of the year. I know a lot of times when rookies come up, it's kind of like, okay, he's up while Jansen's hurt, and then he'll probably go back down, and blah, blah, blah. But he really just seems confident at the plate, very confident behind the plate, obviously. And just, as we sort of talked about in April, uh, you know, it's the first of many coming additions to this already very good team to make them even better.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty quickly and i think i think sort of the the distinction for me and and i think to your point of like he comes up and looks like a pro is you know kirk came up with a great ability to hit and came up really quickly and sort of uh not in a like we're putting a lot of prospect faith in this guy but like we had nothing to lose he's backup catcher uh we're surprisingly making the playoffs in twenty twenty. Uh, we may as well sort of run with this guy who's hot in a really weird season. Totally made sense to bring him up, um, but there was oh, there was obviously warts behind the plate, and you sort of you're, you're we were searching for things to prove that like he's gotten better at defensive this, and he's gotten better at catching the low strike, and he's gotten better at a lot of things. And Jansen very much. You know, when he came up, it was like he's going to be a bat first guy. And then he's surprised by being a better defensive catcher than I think we expected him to turn out uh, quicker than we expected, right? He sort of right away became uh, a very positive defensive catcher. And then we've seen the bat catch up to the prospect hype he had coming in. Uh, This is the first time that they've called up one of those guys. And it's like, oh, he's ready to do a lot of this stuff already. It's, It's like he doesn't have to... You're not like, oh, you hope he develops this, you hope he develops that. You're basically you're hoping he develops power because he can certainly put the bat on the ball and he can absolutely, goodness gracious, uh, command the game behind the plate, which is like the tool that you're looking at immediately and being like, oh man, they have to have this in there every day. It's got to be like, it's got to be like you can't take extra bases anywhere against this guy because it, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, and I think you were also talking about this on Two Coffees on Friday. The notion that like, this kind of call up is what good teams do for and sure i think that is very well put comparing it to uh kirk in the weird fake season uh, right or even like bo uh when he was called up in the sense of like those were kind of nothing seasons in a way
0: yeah you just like, you're just get top, pros-
1: top prospects in your system see what they can do what are you going to lose Kind of thing. And I think that's the right move then as well. But I think it's di- a different kind of right move calling him up here, especially with a month and a half to go before the trade deadline. Because unfortunately, the way baseball works, if he came up and he wasn't what well, he has been in three games, small sample, I know. But if he just came up and, you know, stunk up the joint, then you know that a month and a half before the deadline. And now you have seemingly another piece locked in to your roster. And, you know, I'm sure people will, and we have, and I'm sure we will going forward, debate the merits of rostering three catchers going forward. But I think that now that piece is sort of locked in and set, and now they can move on to other things. And he's... I think he's very quickly gone from you know, top prospect to okay, who's next kind of thing, prospect wise.
0: Sure. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, interesting, an interesting point, and an interesting way to, to sort of say it. Um, yeah, to sort of double back on the the two copies point is it just do- so it does to me seem like, you know, very much in the in the tradition of knowing now that this is a, sort of what he brings and sort of the calming effect defensively and. And the the great bat to ball skill, and sort of him fitting in, not not as a guy that that maybe you know goes into the rotation, but as a guy that helps down the stretch, and as a guy that you're happy to play every day. Um, it's a major move. It's a it's a major thing, and it allows them once again to really be in a position to strength because they still do have Danny Jansen, and he still is. Every time he's contributed anything, it's been it's been a lot all at once. So
1: it's pretty it's funny exciting. how quickly considering how much you and I have talked about the bench and depth and all that, it's pretty funny how quickly it went from us lamenting it to, Oh, now Kevin Biggio looks like a major league player and Oh, now Gabriel Moreno's here and Toppy is playing well. And now all of a sudden, you know, obviously there's, you'd always like to add, but I would I like, sure to,
0: I would like to add to that.
1: Sure. Feel a lot better depth wise than, Heinemann and Collins taking up two spots
0: certainly and when everybody's hitting it 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 makes it easier for everyone to hit as much as that sounds like a weird thing to say um yeah and as I as I positive many times surely it's not just as simple as Lourdes and Oscar but what if it is <laughs> what if it is I mean, just that simple
1: <laughs> it's hard I feel like you get presented with the evidence enough times
0: and well, I know we got
1: those nice charts put together for us. Yes. Uh, by I think it was James uh, showing or Ian showing the correlation between Lourdes and the Jays, and it just seems like it's just the way it is. Yeah, I, I, I will. I, I obviously, will obviously like when two of credit. your two of your six yes, do, best hitters are hitting well. It helps. It's one but. of those
0: things. That's it's one of those things. It's sort of. Of course when when hitters are hitting they, they score more runs sort of you could do that you could you would assume you could do that with just about anybody but they do seem to be colloquially um, always in there mixing it up when things are and these are going really well for the team a lot of it comes from them in the middle of the order uh, really taking things and doubling down and now boy the bottom like you said i mean everybody in the orders uh, wrc uh, since the end of may i think it was may 24th they're like well above average even as you said tapia biggio it's it's been a blessed time uh for a lot of people which you know you you the maybe the jury is out a little bit on how much you can count on those guys but you i think you're looking a little bit more as into like as like you said that the three catcher question it's like a jason's been a good enough hitter that you sort of it, it's a, you're okay with him coming in as a as a pinch hitter now and then, because you're not as worried about what happens behind the plate, defensively, if he's not available, you have that, uh, you have that. I would still obviously like additions, but we're trying to not just talk about trades on this
1: episode. <laughs> Everyone listening to our show is like, oh, I can't wait for August 1st when they- Always
0: are. devolving allowed,
1: into- Not <laughs> allowed to talk according. about potential transactions anymore.
0: Always devolving into according to the same guys. But anyway, to finish up on Marino, um before we browse around a little bit, just sort of the early impressions on on watching him um, you have Jake you have to say pop time everybody in there everybody in the world mentioning pop Everyone Time. Loves,
1: to, I, I will say I did fall victim to the pop time hype on it's the a weekend. Great Pop
0: time the best pop time
1: oh it's better than real
0: mutos and he's the best so and he's the best uh, what more can you ask and the it was like crazy pop Time and wasn't he like 91st or 94th percentile sprint speed as well like he had yeah. like a really you know, really <laughs> Uh, you gotta love it because you have to be I able like to like quantify. They guys go over I like they now have.
1: They now have three different types of catcher, which I enjoy. You have like well, ner- yeah. nerdy, power hitter, Danny Jansen. You have okay defender, round guy for power in Alejandro Kirk, and then you have defensive athlete in. Gabriel Moreno, I like that. I like having all different kinds.
0: I, uh, and yeah, your athlete is perfectly said with the, with the arm speed and the spin speed. Uh, listen, a uh, 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 player archetype so deeply after my own heart that I, <laughs> like, that's it, that's it for me. An athlete, catcher. Famously. Where's number
1: 55.
0: It's, it's not, it's not, sh- I'm not shy about it. It's not easy <laughs> for me to even, uh, to even hold back. It's hard for me to sit here and say, and feel any other way other than like, I want him to start every day from here on out. they just sort of like, <laughs> I, in my mind it's like the playoff spot is, is the only reason, only reason you shouldn't be starting is if they suddenly are like not in the playoff spot because they're going to be in a playoff spot the rest of the way. Uh, I want him to play as often as possible. And uh, holy cow, I'm just, the, 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 behind the plate, every pitch, um, the potential you just like let guys get on first i want to see what happens with this guy for <laughs> a second. uh well also. I,
1: i'm glad you brought up guys getting on first because that might happen more often
0: yes great segue jake um Thank this you. is what this is what happens when we take literally 30 seconds to discuss literally what to about on the show
1: <laughs> actually a conversation of why don't we talk about this rather than just pressing record correct
0: uh this well usually We are concerned about the mental health part of the conversation. That's true. That's (laughs) very true. (laughs) We have the pre-show chat, but it's usually like, how deep into a meltdown are you? (laughs) 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 Uh, The other one we predicted last week, Hyunjin Ryu, shut down for this season, not specifically surprised by this. I wasn't, I don't think you were either, because we talked about it last week. Um, And I had said in the past, my mindset the day he signed, when he was going to miss some time, with a major injury and this is the end of it and and luckily they have other good pitchers on the roster but um i think you posited last week whether or not that puts you in the mood to pursue another pitcher ross stripling you have to say has been incredible in relief of uh in relief as a starter taking over the spot of hyunjin ryu he's been incredible uh era under three all you could want gets you five six innings and has pitched extremely well, especially in his last two outings. But you know whether or not you want Ross Stripling as part of your rotation, or whether or not you're trusting Kikuchi is uh, sort of a second side piece here. As we record in the middle of a game where they are trailing the Orioles uh, after a Kikuchi start, where where do you where do you lie having seen the Ryu? And I guess that we'll talk we'll talk we'll save the bigger picture what Ryu meant conversation for after this but in in the initial roster version of this wh- wh- where does your mind go here
1: i mean roster wise yeah of course the first thing to cross my mind is well now they have to go and get a starter and uh, is shohei otani somehow I was, uh, you, you said it before i could
0: <laughs> oh my god what happened there how did that happen
1: oh drew uh just no, said like, they should
0: where did drew pull oh. it out of
1: there was an article i believe by ken rosenthal in the athletic Mm. today basically outlining difficulties with his contract not suggesting that there is any interest in moving him whatsoever but just basically saying the angels don't pay a lot of guys and they have to pay trout a lot of money and if they continue to be bad they have to and otani has hinted in the past that he wants to win and that's the most important thing to him even though he loves the angels uh, so it, was, it wasn't, and it wasn't even a piece saying like, "Well, maybe he'll have to move." It was Drew taking that piece about it. his contract and saying, "Well, what if?"
0: I mean, listen, uh, almost no point in even. Disc- obviously, I would give up anything for for showing. I that. would,
1: contrary to the first fifteen minutes of the show, I would trade Gabriel Moreno in a heartbeat.
0: I would, for <laughs> I, would <laughs> I would too. I would
1: too.
0: Don't get her Don't get it twisted. You could survive with what they were doing if they had Joey it.
1: If you would like to trade Moreno and Aurelvis and Groshans and Pearson and whoever else you'd like, really. For Otani, I would do it. Uh but I yeah, I don't think that's I don't think that's exactly one we need to spend a lot of time on, but uh if it happens there might not be a show anymore because I might be dead.
0: It might, it might be just shows With Shohei Otani out there <laughs>
1: <time>. <laughs> That's true Daily Shohei
0: Oh my god
1: Yeah uh, I truly can't I Dreamland can't
0: You're in Dreamland uh, yeah. Absolutely Listen we'd love to see it But it's an absolute Dreamland scenario um, More realistically More realistically do, Does this up your Engine so sort to of speak For Let's make sure to get Four or five deep here In terms of Guys that we want Going in playoff series
1: Yeah, I think so. I think we need the – I don't mean to sully the good name of R.A. Dickey, but we saw it in 2015 that you need – even though Dickey wasn't bad in 2015, but you need four guys that you can just send out and not think about it to win in the playoffs in baseball, especially with – you know, you can make the argument that there aren't that many good teams in the American League, and that's fine, and maybe you can get by with three, but eventually, if the Yankees keep this up, you're going to need four strong guys. If you make it to the World Series and you have to play the Dodgers, like, you can't... As, as much as I think Stripling's been excellent, and I am happy to watch Ross Stripling start games through June, and maybe even some in July, I, I just can't think... I, I don't like thinking of the idea of going into a must-win playoff game with Ross Stripling as a starter.
0: He was somebody that you could ha- you could see if they were raising it, which sometimes you know this is sort of I guess the other part of this is you could you could Tampa Bay raise this and just sort of say like one of those playoff games because we only have three great starters. One of the playoff games is you, you know Stripling on the back end of Kikuchi, right? Where it's like we're, we're gonna that game we're going sure. through the lineup once, Stripling through the lineup twice and hope that that gets us to the seventh inning.
1: Sure, yeah, you, <laughs> the cat is agreeing with you. Um, I think you could do that. I think you can also, um, I, I think you, sorry, I got distracted by the cat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely think you could do that. I also think though, why bother? You have the prospect capital, you know they're gonna be active in the trade market. Why take the risk and just keep Kikuchi and Stripling as your long guys in the playoffs, which you need all the time anyway?
0: Yeah, I don't think that's, I don't think that's crazy. So I guess, I mean, I can hear it there. Obviously, your thoughts on Kikuchi is ideally come playoff time. He's not a guy that that starts in a in a I guess in a shortened series, certainly not. But maybe in a seven game series, could you see? Yeah, the, I think the so. idea there. Yeah,
1: I think and like also it's a long time between now and October.
0: Of course, of course. Like, and he's had, he had a very good month of May.
1: Yeah, so I, I'm not like, I don't want to sound like I'm like out on Kikuchi. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not advocating for him to no longer be in the rotation or anything. But at this exact moment in time, he's not exactly the guy I'm like, sick, let's throw him in the playoff game.
0: Yeah, clamoring for. And look at us, you know. I think some people's minds initially. You're looking at that trade market again, not to make this a trade market episode, um, but Frankie Montes was the big name. It's an actual. It sounds like a bell picture. Can I I'm, can I interest
1: whatever. you in a uh, a trade for Joey Votto with a throw-in of Luis Castillo?
0: <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm hearing more and more about that deal being rumored. <laughs> we're going to start that one up. Just good
1: talking. Talk. I'm. You know what? Just gonna talk things into a reality now. I I don't think we have the ability to talk Shohei into reality, but I, I'm I'll live with Castillo and Votto.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's I mean nothing wrong with that. Uh, absolutely nothing wrong with that Castillo and and listen, there's no reason to think. all joking aside, there's no reason to think he wouldn't be on the market. It's not like the Reds are right entering into a boom period. Uh, I don't think. I, I also that about yeah go ahead.
1: Oh no, I was gonna do more trade speculation, but I'll hold my tongue. I have another. I have another one that I'm going to try and talk into existence.
0: Well, if you you may as well just throw it out there so it exists, and then we can move on. Oh, uh,
1: I think that the White Sox are imploding, and I would like the Jays to trade for a nice homecoming for Liam Hendricks.
0: Do we know? Do we know how much longer Liam Hendricks' deal is off the top of our heads?
1: I believe it's. I think he. This is the last year. Cause he got. He got. Paid he signed a three-year on. deal.
0: 2021,
1: In, oh no. right? 2021. So he's got one, one year left on the deal.
0: Tough. He, he, he owed he $14 the,
1: million, owed 14 million next year.
0: Went on the IL three hours ago, Jake, with a forearm strain. Hmm. Tough. That's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> forearm strain is not one of the ones you want to see.
1: No. I still maintain. But, hey, maybe that lowers the price.
0: Yeah. True. Truthfully enough, maybe it does. And... That is sort of swimming in the waters that I think is sort of the last piece from the week. Not something super surprising. Julian Merriweather was pitching and hurt his oblique. Uh, listen, he, he had uh, kudos At to him. At least
1: it's a, du- a new injury for him.
0: Kudos to him. That's a new career high 18 innings for Julian Merriweather this year.
1: <laughs> and even. look, it's, it, it sucks <laughs> that he can never stay healthy. But it's not like he was exactly a key cog in the pen this year.
0: Uh no, not not in the slightest. Eighteen and, and a third, so there you go. Building on thirteen each of the seasons previous. Almost doubled his innings pitched in one year.
1: Well he made it out of made it out of April this year.
0: Twenty appearances this year, which is nice. Career high strikeouts with seventeen. So there you go. Do wish him the best. There was a there was a couple of days there where it was like, Whoa, Julian Merriweather might be yeah. the best reliever i've ever seen
1: <laughs> hey if nothing else julian merriweather made it possible for noted racist josh donaldson to no longer be on the blue jays
0: it gave you it gave you just enough it gave you just enough moments to be like hey that's all right yeah that's alright that for us. that trade doesn't
1: seem so bad anymore
0: <laughs> we had 40 innings that were like hey <laughs> well a bunch of them are not great but uh enough of them were good for that to be good yeah. and and so you're you're down richards uh, pardon me, you're not down, Richards. You're down, Meriwether. Richards, though, is well. <laughs> sort of teetering on the usability in a game you think you're going to win uh, scale.
1: Yeah. I, I, I still think he has... I don't know. I, maybe I'm just, like, biased on Richards because he was an addition and an improvement on last year's uh, mess. But uh, I still think he's got... I, I think there's something there. I don't think he's a guy I want to see in the in high leverage by any means.
0: Yeah, there's time. not many situations where I'm like, oh, good, they're going to Richards. It's sort of Yeah, I don't, think, they, I don't
1: think he's first on the chopping block, I would say.
0: Yeah, well, be. I think you're less your so Thorntons, chopping block gauges. and more and more so like how many guys down, how many additions down do you get before Right. Uh, you're not relying on him too much, I think is sort of the, the aim I'm looking for.
1: Yeah, I guess to our starters discussion, he's not a guy I want in high leverage in a big moment.
0: Certainly not. Certainly not. But it looks like Tim Mays is back. That's nice. And uh, yeah, same old, same old sort of story in the bullpen. They've been, they've been pretty good generally. Richards, obviously, the sort of the standout as trouble. And at the other hand, uh, bullpen looks a lot
1: better when they're actually scoring runs. I will say that.
0: Certainly, it's very funny. I think you mentioned this uh, last week or week before about like the usage of Romano was a big was this big question for so long, and now it's like you barely see that guy.
1: <laughs> He's people. pitched twice this month.
0: He's had to like do his own thing on the side because they're not even being used. That's right, twice in 14 days. Uh, <laughs> hilarious. So, and about does it for the baseball. Exciting time. I mean, listen, other, other, other news is like it's they're hitting really well, a lot, against yeah, like, every team.
1: I uh, I didn't realize this until I was looking at the standings uh, this morning, but uh, if you'd like to take a little trip in time back to uh, G- May 31st, so two weeks ago. The Blue Jays' run differential was a nice, even zero. Two weeks later, it's plus 44. There you go. So, a nice no, uh, nod to Mark Hoppus. And also, they've scored, been plus 44 in the last two weeks, which, you know, I'll take that. S- suddenly, that about, the second highest run differential in the American League.
0: That about tells the story of how good this team has been. I think, I think a lot of things things have paid off. From earlier in the year, when they faced faced a lot of tough teams, a lot of tough pitching, I think they're into a. We talked many times about this part of the schedule, but um, some pitchers that aren't as challenging, and they're they're locked in because of those early battles. I think, as you said, we're due to have uh, a Vladdy like couple weeks where he's absolutely hair on fire, and I think Matt Chapman's about to get some payback for some bad breaks early in the year. I think he's about to uh, yeah. get. Uh, a nice little heater, and, and you look at it, and everyone's an above-average hitter on the on the whole team now, with how good Kirk has been, and you're replacing uh, the bench spot with Moreno, who is like you're pretty you're pretty confident in. Biggio even has, has earned his way up to positive value. So,
1: Espinal may genuinely be the best second baseman in the league.
0: Good things, good things all around. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh,
1: we'll see this weekend. This weekend's gonna be the big one, I think.
0: is what's up weekend against the Yankees come to
1: town right in the middle of a winning you know immovable force etc
0: absolutely and uh, for all the talk for all the talk about you know the Blue Jays would be where the Yankees are they've had the extra games against bad teams which fair enough yes they have Yankees are also six and three against the Jays this year so time to time to make up be in a better in a better spot and like get those games back
1: it's a good time to face them if that makes sense if there is such a thing
0: be some good, good baseball. Uh, I'm excited for it. I hope it goes well. If it go, doesn't go well, I'm going to feel terrible. How about that?
1: Yeah, if they get swept, there's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of scyning.
0: <laughs> yeah, if it doesn't go well, it's going to feel terrible. That's sort of my yeah. assessment of the of the Yankee series. We will see where we sit. When we get it's to a real proof. End. It's
1: a real like. Is it just they're playing the Orioles and the Tigers uh, weekend?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Things are going. I'm looking forward to it. You got Manoa. You got you got the you got the big horses there. It's going to be a good time. And speaking of a good time. That is uh, a good time to move on and talk a little bit about uh, what's going on. Check in, check in, and then check the mailbag, and then check out the reverse <laughs> mailbag at the end. <laughs> How about that? I realized, listening back to last week's episode, I was like, oh, man, Jake, Jake went to a bad place there. That didn't seem Yeah,
1: good. it was okay. I had a better professional week, I guess. Some auditions actually happening helped. Uh, had, like, a nice... Had a nice uh, heat check, so to speak. Right. Uh, last week. I got... Uh, I have an audition on Friday uh, for a play that's being done in Victoria, BC. Oh, my God, yes. And so I had this, like nice sort of momentary, like, ooh, do I wanna to go to Victoria kind of thing. Sure. Which like I don't really, but then it was like, well then like, sort of a, uh, a, 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 a heat check is the phrase could keep coming back to, the idea of like, do you want to, how bad do you wanna actually do, do this?
0: Right, do you wanna do you want to do it? Cause it is, right. you should want to do it if you wanna do it is sort of how you're feeling.
1: Ex- that was exactly it. Uh, And then I had a very nice chat on the phone with my lovely supportive wife. She's in the uh, business. She understands. Well, that was on the phone. That was in person. We lived together. Uh, But I had a very nice chat with her. Uh, And then I had a very nice chat with my agent, who I don't speak to that often, uh, which was nice. And she sort of, you know, not in any forceful way, but sort of did the, if you want to do it, you got to do it kind of thing. Right. And, uh sort of, but it was a nice, you know, based on the week I had and based on what we were talking about, it was a nice sort of like, it was well-timed, is what I would say.
0: Yeah, I think like, sometimes going through that and, and voicing the frustration helps you clear it, and you're able to sort of see a little clearer about um, what has to happen, what has exactly,
1: to happen. Exactly, exactly, and like, you know, if I get it, obviously I'm not thrilled about going to Victoria, but also right. it's what you gotta do, so...
0: That's, that's business, baby. That's the show Exactly.
1: Business. Yeah, very literally, yes. So we'll <laughs> see. Uh, and if I don't get it, you know, that's also fine. But very it cool. feels good to be, it feels good to sort of have that kick in the ass to know that, like, at least I'm, I think, I think had I not done it, I would have felt a lot worse. Of course. Of course. Uh, so that was good. So That felt good.
0: I love that. I love to hear that. That's great, man. That that fills me up with joy.
1: That's good. How are you?
0: I'm good. We had a good weekend. We had. uh, You
1: looked like you had a fun weekend.
0: It was nice to get away. Get to get away. Um, We went to my in-laws Friday. My car. I took my car out of the shop. Uh, It was uh, ignition coils. For those wondering, Uh, (laughs) ignition coil, and the third cylinder was misfiring. Um, I could feel it, and I got to it early, so it wasn't a lot of damage. It was just the coils. Um, We went to London to the in-laws. My my wife could be with her mother and father. And then all of her brothers and and their wives came over with their kids. And I think just a really important week for the reminders of how loved and supported you are. Sometimes you feel alone. The parenting thing can feel very lonely. And you're like, man, what am I? Like, I'm just... I'm in the dark all day, like stumbling around with white noise constantly playing. <laughs> like, I'm this, like, gremlin person that is, you know, completely a alone. Whole house,
1: then there's a whole house of people who love and support you and are excited and for they, you.
0: And, and you're, and you have these moments where you're like, oh, we got to settle the baby down. We've got to settle the baby down. And it's like, every other person in this room is like dying to get their chance <laughs> to hold your baby and settle it down. It's like, you have to remember to sort of lean into that and, um, that there's no like extra points for doing it on hard mode. There's no like extra reward right. for for taking everything on yourself. There's no it doesn't it doesn't make anything. Uh, you don't no, get you dad know, points. Exactly right. There's no anything extra that tax on. So, um, you know, it wasn't. It, it's still very challenging. It wasn't a perfect. Things weren't perfect. There were moments of of panic, and there were moments of uh, you know things not going as well as you put on Instagram, but. It was ultimately, I think, a big success uh, for us to also be like, yeah, we can do that. We can, we can pack up and take the stuff we need to take and, and survive somewhere else. So, <laughs> boy, he's getting – it's crazy. He's getting, he's getting big. He turns, he turns two months on the 15th. When this comes out, it would be two months wow. as, a, as a dad.
1: Little little big boy.
0: It's just, it's just two months straight. Of
1: life. <clears throat> Soon he'll be taller than me.
0: It's it's crazy, yeah. Well, he's um, like he he put on a, th- a three to six month outfit the other day for the first time, and it was like, Oof. it, it well, it, 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 it's funny how fast these things go. Having now already been through right. size zero and size <laughs> zero to three, I'm we're still in, but like how quickly the size zero to three is too baggy, then fits just right, then he's bursting out of it. It's like you, it's crazy how fast it happens. Um, I obviously
1: have no idea how this works because, but. <laughs> is i wonder if it you spoke early on about how hard it was and how slow it goes when it's that hard and i wonder if it's if you if it gets to go a little faster once you get out of like the real so-called the the muck so to speak
0: it's what they tell you it's what everybody tells yeah. you is that um well you hear long days short years is sort of what his right. parents gives you where it's like you were going to have all these things that seem like they are it's just you know, this un- unrelenting pain And then you're going to look up And you'll be a totally different spot And the kid will be completely different um, He does; <laughs> continue, he continues to grow And um, I talked talked about the leap years The leap days on here before He's actually went through A week of them uh, In the other place So he's oh, like Oh wow Coming back with new skills Crazy
1: That's crazy Yeah,
0: That's he great. follows That's along That's good to hear he, he follows along with things Moving pretty quickly He's like He sees shapes and colors, and you can shake something that makes noise, and, like, it now captures his attention, and it didn't in a way before. Um, Sleeping easier, like, uh, I don't want to say sleeping easier, but, like, you can hold him more different ways, and he'll be comfortable enough to sleep, as used to be very particular before, and, like, is able to sort of get himself to sleep a little bit better than he used to, whereas you used to have to, like, carry him and shush him. Like, you can lay him down. And it's a little more uh, belief that he will get himself to sleep. It's really something. Uh, Saying all these things, obviously, it's all going to come undone tomorrow, but... (laughs) (laughs) That's how it goes, right? Yeah. He's... uh, It's crazy. My little son.
1: He is your little son. Your boy, the Zoops.
0: I guess I'll try to wax a little poetic, but that sort of stuff, it does help. I don't want to say categorize. Compartmentalize sometimes the like coming on here and being like really concerned about my career and being really concerned about this other stuff sometimes it is like you compartmentalize it's like oh man like we're building a family and that kid has a big family and there's a bunch of people that like are very proud of us and love to hear from us and like i can't believe that we're doing what we're doing and it's like oh right like you sort of get caught up in comparing yourself to people or comparing yourself to things or like who you think you should be and where you think you should be uh sometimes you're just being surrounded by people who are like you're doing amazing it's like oh Thank you. <laughs> you completely <laughs> that's forget. You that's the year. You know? It's easy, it's easy to forget when you're, when you're constantly comparing. But like, yes, it is.
1: Sure. It sure fucking is.
0: Okay. Well, Jake, um, fairly subdued, but what can you do? It's all right. Uh, but people people should break- want ta- that for us. Can't be a right. breakdown
1: every week. If it was, I'd be in not good.
0: People should want that for us. They should want us. They
1: should. They absolutely should.
0: They should want the middle segment to us to be like, everything's going great. Thank you for all the public praise for our projects. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> yeah, they should give us more. Give us more praise and don't worry. You have to do projects,
0: well. Jake. You have to do projects to get the praise.
1: Uh, it seems we're doing a show. It's a
0: project. This is a yeah, This is a project. Sure.
1: <laughs> give me praise. Give me praise for this. Sure. Send send me all your praise. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, on that note then, let's open it. Speaking of the praise, speaking of people writing in and talking to us, let's open it up to the mailbag after this. <laughs> Good nobody this week, I think. Um, um, <laughs> Andrew Robertson, a little a little active TO inside humor here. Um, what cycling route would you map out for Shapiro to show him that Biker in the City is actually pretty nice? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know how to ride a bike, so I can't help you there.
0: Here's the thing, Jake. I was... I I, I biked around the City a little bit. I never enjoyed biking in the City. The People that are out there and do love a biker in the city, I salute you and tip my helmet to you. I was always like, like, oh, this is is how I'm going to die. I'll be be a cyclist murdered in the streets of Toronto by a car.
1: It looked, A, the city does not protect the cyclists at all. Right. And B, it just looks stressful.
0: I always am... uh, how I put this fat and sweaty when I'm on a bike. People are like, "Oh, biking is so <laughs> So I've always I'm, okay. I'm always like, I'm a mess when I ride a bike.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you brought this up because this has always been not the reason I never learned to ride when I was younger, but it crossed my mind. If you're going somewhere, like even just to a bar, how are you not just showing up sweaty and tired and like stained? Yeah. How do people? I guess I'm
0: pedaling too hard or whatever. I'm like, I, I don't guess, really understand. Like, I don't really understand.
1: But like we know what Toronto summers are like,
0: yeah, like,
1: it's horrible. Yeah, With my, my sister's and everything.
0: My sister's house is fairly close to my mom's, and I they they bike to each other. It's like a twenty-five minute bike ride, and it's always like, oh, what a nice breeze this is. And when I go from one side to the other, I'm always just like absolutely disgusting <laughs> when I get there. I'm like, <laughs> I'm supposed to eat dinner now. Like, what are we,
1: right? What are we talking about here?
0: Um, maybe I don't know how to ride a bike without getting all gross. Um, no, I, there anyway, must be.
1: There must be a way, because I know people who ride bikes everywhere and they don't show up sweaty and Maybe they're just not sweaty, disgusting people like I am.
0: Um anyway, the answer is I guess the lake that lakeshore route. I'm gonna tell you this, Jake. Admittedly, admittedly, Jake. Um too stupid to know what active TO is and too stupid to when I saw the Mark Shapiro <laughs> letter was like <laughs> what was it like four paragraphs? Yeah. I was like, ah, I'm not going to read that. So I don't even. I like. I, I know I'm supposed to know more about both of those things, but <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't.
1: That's okay. You're you're not a local anymore. You I
0: don't live there, thing. so I don't care. You what... don't need to be involved in our
1: <laughs> terrible city <laughs> yeah. politics. I
0: was gonna say like, what is? What are your thoughts about all the roundabouts in Waterloo? You probably have nothing to say about them. Didn't you know they
1: were. Didn't you know that was a thing.
0: It's a whole thing. On We've
1: established I don't have a lot of thoughts about places outside Toronto.
0: For sure. Um. For sure. So yeah, I. Listen, a walkable city for people instead of cars, that sounds good. Um, I have to have a car to get to work, so that's the way she goes. Prairie Jays, what hot sauce truly does go with everything, including the crushing weight of the world?
1: <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of Valentina's hot
0: sauce. I'm not, I've got to tell you, I've sort of retired from the hot sauce buying I should. at my I house should. game. I
1: should. I should, but then I also have an entire shelf in our fridge. Uh, that is, uh, hot sauce.
0: I I obviously like hot things. It's never been like a, I've never been a passionate gotta have it in my own home, add it to things guy.
1: During you know? the uh, during the pandemic, I bought a box from uh, Maritime Madness, which is a great hot sauce place from PEI, uh, and I sold a bunch of those, and they're all very very good.
0: Um. Yeah, I like hot honey. Hot honey. Hot honey is
1: outstanding.
0: Um. And I, uh, I go into hot honey
1: late, and it's so good.
0: I keep looking at like, how do you make chili oil? But I'm, I'm never gonna do it. But I, <laughs> just so you know, that's, that's sort of that's the sort of the the, the dad degree. It's like, how do I make chili oil? That's sort of my... Yeah,
1: it's really easy. I'll tell you that. I'm sure
0: it's just probably just chilies and oil.
1: It's exactly right. But you
0: gotta do it. Um, Jay, with a look at this, we doubled up on the questions. People, people want you to buy a what other jersey are you gonna buy? To curse another team the rest of the season
1: I mean so the jerseys I've been, I've been trying to find a Tay Oscar jersey and it's weirdly impossible but now Weird, I feel right? like I, now I feel like I can't because I'm worried I don't want right. to do that to our boy
0: you could um, you could buy Jansen in the hopes that, <laughs> that sparked him <laughs> getting, him getting traded I don't think at, I would
1: want a Danny Jansen jersey though
0: at a very at the very heights of his you would hope of his value
1: Maybe I'll maybe I'll wait till the playoffs and I'll just go buy who we're playing.
0: There you go, Royal. Get you, be the Royals kid.
1: <laughs> oh, that sucks.
0: Tough. Uh, I, mean, you, I guess you could buy a you try to you try, you try to buy a Donaldson and then be like, hopefully that curses him more than he already is.
1: I don't think I want to. No, I don't have think you do a, either. I don't think I need um, a, need a Donaldson on my back.
0: Terry Home Terry, you having a drink on a nice summer patio kind of day? What's your go-to drink, Terry? For me, it's whiskey soda, baby. I love Ooh. whiskey soda; is my new best friend. I go to a bar in the summer, I'm gonna there order whiskey soda.
1: Dad vibes all over the place, man.
0: It's it's you know those stupid commercials where it's like, not that not, the guy's like, I don't like, I don't want to drink beer, whatever it is. Yeah, I don't feel that way. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't like those guys. But in the summer, I do sort of feel like I don't really want to be like, you know what I mean? I
1: get, I definitely get it.
0: Whiskey soda, please, and everyone at the table goes, "Ooh!" And you're just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna smash this whiskey."
1: <laughs> See, my that's my issue with drinking those not in my house, right. like a whiskey soda or a gin and tonic or whatever. Like, I just drink them too quickly, and then whiskey I'm drunk, soda. and it's expensive.
0: For sure, but you also, you the, yeah, the, the problem definitely is that the whiskey soda allows you to get drunk in a way that's that sure doesn't. Like,
1: I will say, I have gone to. I noticed this over the pandemic. Like, I have very little patience now for like beers that don't get me drunk. Mm. Like, I not—it's not even like a, a hot IPA argument. I just like, what's the point of feeling bloated and heavy and not even being drunk?
0: Right. Um, I also like a crisp, refreshing
1: Miller Light. I do love a Miller Light. I was drinking Miller Light on the weekend, and it's great.
0: Um. so yeah so is the, so, your answer there is just sort of a do you have, a, do you have an answer to that other than a light beer
1: a light like a nice crispy beer I like Um. I can't drink too many of them because I'll die but right. uh, if you go to Skydome they got these uh, Palm Bay Rocket Pop flavor <laughs> drinks so Very much cool. sugar but delicious and I crave them constantly yeah uh, also that Mike's Hard uh, Iced Tea is pretty good
0: I think hard iced tea might be this year's uh, seltzer.
1: I think it's absolutely going to be that. I, I, it makes your teeth feel weird like uh, iced tea does, but uh, they're pretty good. Pretty
0: I had the Arizona tea. offerings the other, the other week. Um, That's right. I was, I was like, yeah, I drink a couple of those.
1: Yeah. I can only drink like two or three. Uh, and I was like, That's enough, but uh, still pretty good.
0: And the final one comes from my wife. She asked me, Right before you started recording, what do I want to do for Father's Day? Oh, boy. I mean, It's the
1: first one. It's the big one.
0: I don't care. It doesn't have to be anything, really. You know? I Maybe go lie. to Arby's. Maybe go to Arby's.
1: Oh, <sighs> that's get what you want to b- do?
0: Get a beef and chetty. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's your day, man. You can do what you want.
0: Get a beef and chetty and some curly fries. That sounds okay. Yeah, RBs, I think. But I don't care. It doesn't have to be anything. Be with my my loving son and wife, which is what being a father is all about. Uh, That's it for the mailbag. Great times. Um, Close it off. It's reverse mailbag time and some, some words to read out of the email address after this. very end of the show where we ask the audience a question and then they answer it and they they impress us with how much they understand what this show is about and the kind of things that we talk about on this show this episode notwithstanding we're gonna have people emailing in and be like yeah i took my garbage out too i don't know why yeah, i listen to this <laughs> show anymore
1: hey everyone's gonna take out their garbage
0: <laughs> beautifully said jake um do you remember last week's uh do you remember last week's I do because it d-
1: depressed me because I don't have one. <laughs> you don't
0: have a you don't have a prior possession, do you? Not
1: really, no. I'm not like I'm not like a possession guy. I don't have a lot of like I don't know, I like our coffee maker a lot. I have a really nice set of pans. But yeah, I'm not really I'm not really like a possession guy.
0: Interesting. I don't know that I am either, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a funny question. It's like, we, do we both not care? Um, you know, there's some old photos that I think that, I, that held the most intimate value to me. And uh, I think some photos of the wedding from my wife and I and, and some stuff that... Um, like, I see things that I get to the middle of. I see some stuff even around me now that sort of, like, is from her apartment from before we started dating. That Like, show that she had before me that I sort of feel that, like, really brings me back to a time when I see it. It's sort of... I remember the first time I saw it, which was the first time I was I ever you know went out, went out with her. That sort of stuff. That she has like these um, wooden baseball numbers that she had on her wall at one point. And yeah, she got mm. rid of most. Of them, oh yes, yeah, so I know. That. We kept uh, two of them. Nice, and one of them is Halliday, which is, which was black in in the Blue Jays blue with with the glitter. And one of them is forty two. Um, she had a bunch of others that they're put they're away somewhere in our house. But I thought that was so cool when I went to her house and they were there. Um. So we still have them. Maybe they're. Maybe maybe it's the wood. The wood numbers. It might just be the wood numbers. Wow. That's a good one. I didn't even think. And you you got nothing you say?
1: Not really. I so I have a bunch of like posters from shows I've been to. I guess, but nothing. Uh... What about
0: yeah, like a playbill? Or I don't really,
1: have, I don't really keep. Uh, that's a thing. Also, I I've never been a guy who like kept.
0: Wow. Stuff. Because, like, I have, I have, maybe, either will or won't surprise you, I have every uh, media pass I've ever been awarded.
1: The thing that is, like, the oldest thing I have of things I've done actually now belongs to my wife. I have a jacket, a jean jacket uh, from, it's a cast jacket from when I was in the play of Beauty and the Beast when I was seven. That's fucking so it's cool. This, it's this chip on the on the breast oh my God. sewn in, and uh, I would never wear it, uh, but my wife wears it all the time. Oh so boy, I guess I guess that's like that's like the oldest oh my God, and one cool. of the only things I like have because I I I'm just never of, really I don't yeah. know I should have kept more stuff but I don't. Yes,
0: I, I agree didn't. with you. Listen, you were you were angsty. I was, I was. was, I was. <laughs> probably dramatically lit it on fire in front of yourself in front of a mirror.
1: No, I just like let it <laughs> fester and fall <laughs> by the wayside.
0: Uh, I, I was going to say I i been looking at all my uh, credentials wrapped up in there in. In their different individual lanyards. Mm. Um, and it, it's sitting on top of a, <laughs> a of a box with like my high school play bills in them. And, wow. Uh, I get everything. Yeah, yeah. And then I have some scripts that I wrote when I was in comedy school in there. I have um, my like notebooks that I took up stage with me when I was doing stand up. Mm. Uh, um, yeah, I got everything. And then I have framed, I have. Uh, my first ever credential, which was the Jays game I went to in 2009, I got to go in the locker room, and I have the All-Star game, we, All-Star weekend, the All-Star weekend. It's sort of like a peak, right? Mountaintop. Melissa has the good shit. Melissa has, she has less overall um, passes, but she, her like collection of the ones she has is incredible. Framed, she has the Kawhi shot, the bat flip, and Bianca winning the US Open. Pretty crazy.
1: That's pretty good. Hard to beat that.
0: Anyway, which all is to say, a couple good send-ins from the uh, reverse mailbag. Andrew Robertson emails in and says, I hope I didn't procrastinate too late sending this in. Of course not. If I have anything I would consider my prized possession, it would be these whiskey glasses. They were my grandfather's and were always perfectly placed above the bar in the entertaining slash living room. As a kid, we, that's how we really bonded. Uh, because, you know, we were guys. That's just how we did it. We went to Jays games and Leafs games together. He came to my baseball and hockey games. He would always have some comment like, you should have less tape on your stick like Dean. When he passed away and everyone in the family were trying to figure out what to do with all this stuff, I said I had to have these. They've always found some spot to be displayed in my sports collectibles display when I was younger and in our fancy glass cabinet as grown-up adults. As we grow up, we have accumulated so much stuff that could be given away, stored away, or just thought, do we really have any use for these? We have a million glasses. And for some reason... We have a million glasses for some reason, but there are very few things I have with as much of my value, value as these original six whiskey glasses. And he sends in a great photo. Um, these frosted glasses, left to right. Rangers, Canadians, Red Wings, Blackhawks, Bruins, Maple Leafs. Original logos. Really cool. Really cool story. That's awesome, man. Thank you, That's Andrew, great for stuff. Sharing that, I love that. Sharing that with us. Oh, my God. And then another beautiful one. Kelly Toomey. Two weeks in a row with an, another absolutely beautiful... Uh, um, message here about about our show and uh, uh, a fans of both of our work since the score days. A regular backhand shelf listener uh, remembers James Duffy trying to kill me on air. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's so funny. Uh, Usually listens while washing the dishes. For a toddler, their dishwasher is safe because the wife doesn't trust the dishwasher to do. <laughs> yeah, I <got> <laughs> Kelly, I get it. Uh, I left a voicemail that came off like I didn't enjoy the show, which you wanted to apologize for. Kelly, if you pick up the <laughs> phone and, and you dial 833-714-7774, you are allowed to say whatever you want. Whatever you want. Uh, and we are so happy that you ever would. Uh, He was the Cubs fan guy.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: Um and he's not uh, a secret how people feel about the ownership allowing the team to wilt instead of added to after winning in 2016 i'm firmly on board with fuck until the rickets is dead the last few years of cubs have made me feel like i wasted a lot of time on sports between that and the bears being terrible and never really being clear whether it's intentional or not the blackhawks being less a hockey team and more of a meet-up group for various level of sex pervert <laughs> i think a lot of what i've been missing out on, is on the collective joy in following and caring about a sports team and Celebrating or commiserating with other people as appropriate. Very nice. Holy cow.
1: That's, that's lovely stuff. And
0: that's so crazy about Chicago sports. It's so sports nice just, that
1: people have these things.
0: But isn't, and isn't it also funny to think about, like, the 2010s of Chicago sports. You would think, as Jays fans, you would think they come out of that going, oh, my God, sports, like, I like to watch all my teams win. This is so great. But, like... This guy's fucking like fuck the ownership of the Cubs, which I totally agree with, and fuck the Blackhawks, which you got to agree with, and fuck the Bears. Like, I, that's incredible. You would look at that decade and be like, you, any sports city would take that, and yet he said like, he doesn't like sports at all. <laughs> hey,
1: ever anyone who wants to say fuck ownership of anything in sports is correct.
0: This is somebody. Uh, who has always enjoyed every incantation of the show. This is so good. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> he still, his, just, when he goes on to say, he's still in sort of a spiteful phase with sports, and us following the Jays um, and having this optimism is sort of different for him than it was years back when he was listening to the show. He's, he's, he's enjoyed every interaction we've, we've had on this show, even the months where he paid for Patreon and had no real proof that we remembered we even had one. <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking amazing email this is (laughs) Anyway All this is to say To tie it into the reverse mailbag The most prized possession is a framed collage My mother-in-law made for me Christmas 2016 My dad and I spent so much money To be at game six of the NLCS To watch our Cubs win the pennant And she put together something nice With all of our social media posts From going to the game together It's pretty much the only Cubs thing I still keep in my house Because it's not really about the Cubs It's about something cool I got to do with my dad It'll always remind me less of Kyle Hendricks and Javi Baez, the time my dad spent with me at the batting cages or driving me to games, where all I did was strike out twice. It's a reminder of what I feel is like a culmination of all those years carrying about a sport together, and probably a picture of the last MLB game he'll attend, unless one of his grandkids makes it someday. Wow. Hmm. Since half of the episode is I Have a Kid Now podcast, not a dig, I love that part of the show. <laughs> Seriously, imagine 2014 <laughs> Zoobs listening to some of these episodes. Uh, I have a 21 month old it's hard to imagine a time where I ever talked about anything else one of the things I perhaps foolishly believe but why parents are so adamant about having kids is you have so many little moments of how much you love them and how impossible it feels in the moment and that's only really the only way your parents can ever show you how much they loved you is by experiencing it yourself firsthand. the collage is kind of a nice reminder of all the fun I got to have with my dad and all the things till you have to come with my daughter here's hoping for a great seasons for all your team except for Spurs
1: <laughs> That's very fair
0: No show, Jake No show has listeners as good as this one That is a fact that I will go to the wall for The, the previous hour you, you know, there's better shows than that probably <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, it's still, it's still the best
0: But you will not find a better audience more willing to share more beautiful pieces of themselves than those people that listen to less than Jay's Kelly and Andrew. Thank you so much for your emails. Uh, that collage sounds really cool. Um, I love that, and and it's not. It, it never takes me long to uh, to trace that line of like how much I emulated my father when I was younger, of like and just being like I had those moments already holding my. Holding Sam I'm like wh- who are you going to become like what are you going to be it's it's so It's so crazy to to feel those those moments, both the past and the future, sort of happening all at once and and sort of also like being very in the moment, just sitting there looking and looking at your son on your lap and like nothing else you have to do in the world it's uh It's awesome and powerful and i I'm glad that you enjoy those parts of the show
1: um this I'm week glad it's somebody does. I'm glad somebody <laughs> does i'll I'll say that.
0: This week I took the garbage out, so we all got stuff to go on. Uh, Jake, do you have something for the reverse mailbag this week? Because I did the last one.
1: Ooh, um, yeah, okay.
0: It's been a bit mountainous. We had we had. Yeah, hot I'm gonna, hot gonna hot go. Confidence. I'm gonna
1: go a little lighter this week. Very than nice. My last one. Maybe it um, invites
0: more engagement this way, but maybe the messages aren't as long and touching.
1: Yeah, I, don't worry. We'll get back to to the sad serious stuff.
0: Well, you're not gonna beat the back to back family grandpa dad <laughs> post so
1: that's true um, okay I'm trying th- I have one I'm just trying to think of how to properly word it so it's not confusing right okay tell us who your first favorite band was oh my goodness and why yes and, and then Tell us who your first favorite band was when you were old enough to choose your own favorite band. I gotcha. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So your first, first, like, I don't know anything about media or the outside world favorite band. Yes. Where you're, just, where you're just, like, the first music that you can remember attaching to in any way, and then sort of your first, like, elevated tastes, I am choosing, I, mean, I am anointing this band as worthy of my favorite sort of thing.
1: Yes, Exactly.
0: Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, You know what to do if that's uh, your cue to give us the reverse mailbag answer. That's what I'm there. That was a very old-school DJ of me. Uh, LessThanJays at gmail.com if you have a nice story to attach to it. Uh, At LessThanJays on Twitter. Or we love it if you would pick up the phone and dial 833-714-7774. Leave us a voicemail. We will play it. Lowest standards in the biz. Guaranteed. You say (laughs) it. We'll play it. Uh, That is all the ways to get in touch with us. We thank you so much. If you are made it this far, you probably already know you can pay us for this at patreon.com slash less than J's. $5 gets you extra show on the main show. Usually like 10 to 15 more minutes. That's where we get, it's where we say stuff where we're like, that can't go out for free um, because that was way too personal. <laughs> 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 but once a week, something like that happens or like that would damage my career if I said that in public. Yeah, there's a couple of uh, things couple of those in there as well, so that's the kind of thing that you're into in the show. Five bucks, basically one dollar per show uh, every month gets you the extra extended shows. And if you want even more stuff like Jays of Our Lives, uh, extra mailbags, the nine dollar tier is there for you as well. Or just three bucks to give us money to say, hey guys, thumbs up from me over here. That is all the ways to pay us, patreon.com slash less the Jays. And you already got all the social handles. That is it for another week. We will talk to you next week after that Jays Yankees series. Ooh la la. The intrigue, the intrigue. Big time stuff going on. Thank you so much for being a part of Blessed Jays.